Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey everybody, welcome to Monday, March 2nd. Hope everybody had a good weekend finishing up the 10,000 push-up challenge. I got so many emails, uh, DMs, all kinds of stuff on social media with people finishing that up, finishing it strong, or having just a few hundred left to go. So whether you did the 1,000, 3,000, or 10,000 push-up challenge, make sure that you send me an email, podcast at Saltwater Experience. I'm looking at a stack of certificates and stickers that I'm ready to send out to all of the finishers. There's only one way that you get these things, and that is to actually finish the challenge. So send me your score sheet, however you kept track of it, and uh, I will, and your address, your mailing address, and I'll make sure to get this out to you. So many of you told me that you recruited friends that may or may not be listeners of the podcast. So make sure to send me their information too. I want everybody that did this challenge to get the certificate and the sticker that they deserve. So please do that right away and we'll get those out to everybody who deserves one. We're also on the second day of the March challenge. The second day of the March challenge um, is not too late to get started. There are 31 days in March, so that makes it a little bit easier. But the March challenge is 3,000 pull-ups. So 100 pull-ups a day is kind of what it averages out to be. And, um, you know, some people aren't quite ready for 100 pull-ups a day. Some people have never done 100 pull-ups in their entire life. Some people may have never done one pull-up in their entire life. So don't let the 3,000 pull-up challenge intimidate you and just turn this off and say, no, that's not for me. Because you can set any kind of challenge that you want. What we're doing here with these physical challenges uh, for the whole year is that we are coming up with something that seems intimidating. And like so many of you sent me emails, 
that they thought that the 10,000 push-up challenge was impossible when they first started. But they tried, and you know what? They were able to accomplish it. They were able to accomplish it through discipline and through creating a habit of doing something that you really don't necessarily want to do, but you do it every single day. You're making progress on it every single day, and before you know it, you see light at the end of the tunnel, you see a path to completing it, and you're done. And then when you do that, you have accomplished something that you thought was impossible previously. That translates to every area of your life. Now you can accomplish many other things that you thought were impossible by using the same way that you made it through the push-up challenge, one at a time. Don't get intimidated. Don't get overwhelmed. Just keep doing them one at a time. And sooner or later, you'll make it through. So the same thing holds for the pull-up challenge, but I realize that some people may not do pull-ups all the time. So here's an idea. Let's just say you're somebody that can barely do one. Well, could you do one? Could you do one every day? And so your challenge would be 30 for the month. When's the last time you did 30 pull-ups in a month? Maybe never. So that's a perfect number for you. If that seems impossible, um, you can use assistance bands. They're rubber bands that you put over the, uh, over the bar, put your knee or your foot in them, and they take a tremendous amount of weight off. You can get different weights of bands that will help you more or less. That's a way that you could do it. If you cannot do one pull-up, you can use a band and, you know, make it to where now you can do five pull-ups, but it's really hard. Okay, five pull-ups with a band every single day of the month. That would be your challenge. For those who are a little bit more ready to do this, there's the 1,000 push-up challenge. I mean, pull-up challenge. There's the 1,500, and there's the 3,000. Those are what I'm prepared for with the stickers and the, the certificates. So the 3,000 is 100 a day. The 1,500 is roughly 50 a day. And you can go down from there. But by no means is it necessary to stick to those numbers if you can't physically do that right now. By the end of the month, you might be able to. But right now, what you would do is you would set a goal, figure out something that would be challenging for you, something that you don't think that you're going to be able to do. Set that as a goal and chip away at it and see if you can accomplish that. So that's the pull-up challenge. Now, if you decide that you're going to do the pull-up challenge, you need a couple of things. You need some place that you can do pull-ups. It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be at your house. It doesn't have to be at your office. It can be anywhere. I did some videos on Instagram yesterday where I was just at a playground. I went and did some pull-ups on um, the swing set. I did some pull-ups using my portable pull-up rig that I take with me. I did them on, um, there's like a, a hand-over-hand ladder on the playground. I did some there. I did some on the outside of that. And then on this one playground, I was lucky enough that there was a, an actual pull-up bar. It was a very short one for little kids. But if I bent my knees and, and put my uh, legs behind me, I could do pull-ups on that. So there were some ideas. 
some other ideas have already come in. This one guy was doing pull-ups on his on the door of his van. Another another uh, person was was saying that they were going to do it um, on the pallet racks at work. So it doesn't really matter. It doesn't have to be fancy, and it certainly doesn't have to be expensive to do pull-ups. You just need to find a place that you can do some pull-ups and start pulling. So a few resources that I would suggest if you're going to launch yourself into this challenge. Uh, there's something called gymnastic grips. Gymnastic grips are basically just pieces of leather with a with a wristband to keep them on your on your hands. But this little piece of leather will keep you from ripping your calluses, um, and especially when you get into day six, eight, ten, you're going to develop some calluses. And as you keep doing pull ups, sometimes you rip them. It can be very painful to rip your calluses. I've done it many, many times, and uh, I don't like it at all. So I will use those. Some people use gloves. It's fine. Whatever you want to do. Some people tape the bar. That's fine. Uh, a lot of times in the CrossFit uh, rules, it'll say that you can use tape on the bar or you can use some sort of gymnastic grip, but you can't use both together. If you have aspirations of doing that uh, down the road, then maybe pay attention to those rules. If you don't care about ever being in a CrossFit competition, then do them however you want. We've already had many people ask about kipping, ask about chin-ups, ask about strict pull-ups. So for those that may not know, a kipping pull-up is when you um, kind of get a whole bunch of body English into the, into the pull-up. You... You kind of kick your legs and bend at the waist a little bit and throw yourself up over the bar. Some people are violently opposed to that and have a big problem with kipping pull-ups. They're used in CrossFit. You can do a lot of pull-ups really fast, but it is one style of pull-up. I look at it as that is one of the many styles of pull-ups. A strict pull-up is another one. A narrow grip, strict pull-up, a wide grip, um, clapping pull-ups, kipping pull-ups, all of it. It's, it's just a different movement to me. So I'm not going to get too worried about that. What we're trying to do here, as I mentioned, is to build a habit, to do something that you thought was impossible, to get stronger, and to build mental toughness along the way. So I'm not worried at all about the style of pull-up that you do. You get your chin over the bar 3,000 times this month. Great. Awesome. I don't care how you do it. Do chin-ups do pull-ups, do kipping pull-ups, do strict pull-ups, do wide grip, narrow grip, neutral grip, whatever, whatever you want to do. That's the point of it isn't to, to do pull-ups perfectly. The, pull, the, the point of it is to develop a habit and to accomplish something that you didn't think you could and get stronger in the process. So keep that in mind when you're commenting on social media. Um, it's not about that. It's about something else. So the gymnastic grips are something that I would highly recommend. I've got those in the show notes, links to some cheaper ones uh, and links to some really good ones. There's a company called Bear Complex. That's one of the ones that, that I use. Um, they're, they're my favorites uh, right now. I haven't seen anything better. So they're a little bit more expensive. So I also included a link to some that are a little bit cheaper. Um, they have three whole models where it goes over three of your fingers and they also have two 
whole models where it goes over two of your fingers. You can pick the one that you like the best or seems the most comfortable and go with that one. Another thing is obviously the pull-up bar. So if you don't have a pull-up bar, there are many options that you can do. I don't like the doorway pull-up bars that, that simply push against the side of the doorway. Those tend to fall and break. So whatever you choose to do, I'd, I'd like to see it be mounted somewhere. They have some doorway models that are mounted above the door uh, into, the, into the studs, um, and that is a lot stronger. There are some models that can be mounted onto the wall um, in your garage or your gym or you know your barn or whatever you got. There are also models that can be mounted to the ceiling on the rafters. Those are really good, and I have a couple of links to those there. Rogue makes an outstanding portable one that I take with me everywhere. I keep it in my truck all the time. And it's gymnastic ring straps that hold up a bar. So if I find a tree with a nice limb overhanging, I can throw these long, long straps over this, this uh, the limb. I can throw them over... A swing set like I did yesterday and have a pull-up bar that is more narrow and the right height. Um, I can hang it on anything. Anything strong enough to hang it from, I can hang this pull-up bar and it has saved me many times where there would be no other option for pull-ups. There are endless numbers of pull-up rigs, inexpensive. They sell them at everywhere from Walmart to Dick Sporting Goods, Target, I don't know, any any kind of place like that. It doesn't matter what you use. Just make sure it's safe and it's not going to fall on you while you're doing your pull-ups. That's the most important. So uh, also gymnastic chalk could be important um, as, you're, as you're getting into this. The chalk helps you to get a better grip on the bar. You can get that in any rock climbing store or at Rogue Fitness. They sell gymnastic chalk. That's a nice little thing that can help you along and then as far as keeping track, everybody did a great job with the notes or the Excel spreadsheets or just a simple yellow pad that worked great. Just day one, how many did you do? You know, and it's easy to keep track. You just, you know, yesterday I got up, I did a set of 30, I did a set of 20, so I'm halfway done. And then as I was kind of working around the house and doing things, I would just stop and knock out a set of 10 here and there. I ended up doing 150 on day one. This morning, did something different. I actually created a workout uh, that is going to have 100 pull-ups within the workout. So the warm-up was five rounds of Cindy, which if you don't know Cindy, that's a CrossFit workout. It's a simple workout. You do five pull-ups, 10 push-ups, 15 squats, and you repeat that as many rounds as possible in 20 minutes. So five rounds of Cindy would be 25 pull-ups uh, in that. So that was our warm-up. We did a very slow uh, warm-up with five rounds of Cindy. And then when it came time to start the workout, we ran 400 meters. We did five rounds of Cindy. So that's another 25 pull-ups. Then we ran 400 meters, came back, did 25 pull-ups. So now we're at 50, ran another 400 meters, 25 thrusters, ran another 400 meters, 25 pull-ups. That's 75 plus the um, five rounds of Cindy in the beginning. 
and that's a hundred. And uh, then before I was finished, I knocked out a couple more sets of 10. So now I'm sitting at 120. And you can obviously bank these. I know that I'm going to be in Montana with my boys uh, visiting them coming up soon. I'm not 100% sure that I'm going to have access to a pull-up bar. So I'm going to start banking pull-ups so that if I don't have access to the pull-up bar, I'm not going to get too far behind. So I'm excited to see how many people were interested in and participated in the 10,000 push-up challenge. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody participate in the 3,000 pull-up challenge. And if you have any questions about how you may be able to participate in this, if you can't do a pull-up right now or you want to be able to do a pull-up or you want to work your way to being able to do this challenge next month um, or in a couple of months or this will be a, a goal in the future, email me at podcast at saltwaterexperience.com. I'd be happy to help you with that um, and give you some suggestions on how you can improve your pull-ups to the point to where you can actually do one and then um, do more. And if you're a fan of the podcast and you've been listening for a long time, you may have, may remember Ethan Reeve. He came on, Coach Ethan Reeve. He had uh, a podcast about density training. You can go back and find that podcast and you can see how density training can help you to improve your pull-ups no matter where you are. Uh, excellent advice on that one. So, um, all right, that is Monday, March 2nd, Pull-Up Challenge. So I hope you're in. If you are, let me know. All right. See you.